So hi, one of the Good Noise Podcasts are here with Colin from Slaves. We're going to ask him some questions today. I'm going to start. What inspired you guys to start the band, and what does the band name mean? Um, so the band was pretty much started um, revolve, revolving pretty much around our previous singer, Johnny. Um, uh, he was in a, a few previous bands before Slaves and uh, was doing his solo, solo project for a while. And I wanted to get back into a band, so we just gathered a few friends. And um, yeah, that's how that started. What was the second part of that question? Uh, what does your band name mean? Uh, Slaves, it's a, it's a reference to, um, you know, a lot of our content in our, in our songs is about addiction. And it's um, just being a slave, slave to, uh, you know, whatever, that, whatever your addiction may be or, you know, any vice or something, anything along the lines of that in, in your life, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. So we actually heard you were changing your name. Can yep. you tell us, can you hint at what it'll possibly be? Are you um, allowed to? Uh, well, we, we, we have a, we have a front runner and we have a couple, couple that we like, um, but we, we haven't really decided on a, uh, on name for sure yet. So I have no, I have no hints as of yet, but okay. there'll, be, there'll be some more information out soon. All right. All right. All right. I had to try. I had to try. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you. So congrats on your newest release, uh, to better days. How do you feel about the response you've gotten to it so far? Um, uh, so far it's, uh, it's been really good. Um, I know we were all really excited, um, you know, right after, while we were recording this album, we were, we were really excited to put it out, like, right off the bat, so it's been, uh, it's been really cool having so many singles uh, mm -hmm. to, you know, to stretch, you know, throughout the year. I think we released Heavier about a year ago, mm -hmm. so, um, yeah, I was really excited to get the whole album out, and it's been, yeah, it's been a good, it's been a good year. Yeah, yeah. Good. wait, so um, if you've released it to other people, what have they said about it? How do you feel about that? um they we've gotten really good responses everybody uh, uh a lot of people pretty much almost everybody said that this is their favorite album so far mm -hmm. and we really stepped it up and um and matt has really fit in really well so uh, the response has been more than we could even ask for really deserved yeah, yeah. yeah. glory and i both yeah. got an opportunity to listen to it so you can mm -hmm. add two more positive reviews yes to the, oh, to cool. the mm -hmm. response. very good yeah Nice, thank you. Um, so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for this album and how do you think it's changed since your debut until now? Yeah, um, so the writing process, it's always kind of been different um, from record to record. Actually, the first two records were uh, written by our former guitar player, Alex Lyman, before the band even really started. I think he was just stockpiling songs to, you know, for the band that he was in at that time um, and they ended up getting used for Slaves albums. Uh, Beautiful Death was written uh, between me, Johnny, Eric Ron, and Weston uh, in the studio, and it was kind of like a last minute, like, all right, we're in the studio, um, we gotta, we gotta make an album now with no previous songs written or anything like that. Oh. So this is the first album that we were able to, um, as a full band, like two guitar players, bass player, drummer, singer, all be in the studio with our producer Jimmy, and um, once again, it was kind of like, a, all right, we're in the studio with very little material. Uh, previously written uh we have 40 days let's, let's knock out an album but we were able to do it it was uh actually pretty smooth and um but yeah the biggest difference was just how collaborative it was as a full band yeah. yeah so would you prefer going into the studio and writing the album in like a 40 day time period or do you prefer going in with like music already written and then polishing it in the studio um well th this next time around we are definitely um doing doing it more that way we're gonna have um a lot more songs written we're all gonna be uh uh well me weston and Felipe are gonna be living in a, in a house with a studio in it um 
and uh, we're going to start the process pretty early. We have plenty of time on our hands right now, so uh, <laughs> right after our live show on uh, August 5th, we're all going to come back and start writing that album. But um, I don't know. I don't know which way I prefer it because I've never done it this way. So um, it's always been just kind of rushed in the studio, So, uh, which is also pretty cool in itself, and it kind of forces you to really get to work on things, um, mm -hmm. which, which is pretty cool. So um, I imagine it'll be... Um, It'll be kind of like that anyway, even if we have songs prepared, because a lot will probably get changed. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, the pressure's really on when you're in the studio. Okay. Yeah, All I right. get that. Wait, so while you're in the studio, like being, like doing it in the 40-day period, do you think you made more songs uh, while doing that? Like more of that got cut off, I guess? Um, so, uh, did you just, like, did, have we, did we cut any songs on this album? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we cut, I think we, uh, so the, studio is pretty much split into uh six weeks <clears throat> excuse me um six weeks total and so the first three weeks we um used for writing and like demoing um songs and i think uh i think in those three weeks we got to like uh 14 songs or 15 songs wow. and um we cut we cut the album down to 13. so um and out of those 14 15 songs i think we had we had um lyrics we, we completed um 14 of them and then just got one of those with you know vocals and melodies on on top of that um so only one song that was completely recorded and done we we got okay. well all right okay. would you ever release that as like a special little yeah maybe, yeah, maybe. it's it's, okay. um, it's, uh, it's a song that we actually wrote um when we were uh like in between tours in vegas and uh it was just a really a, it was just kind of a completely different sound, oh, hmm. um, but it kind of, you know, it. I think we just have. Uh, I don't know. I just didn't. It didn't completely fit with the album as well as we thought, but I still, I, I still like it. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Makes sense. So, where was your headspace while making this album? Um, it was. I think we all felt like we had a lot to prove. We were, um, you know, as I mentioned, um, just in the middle of uh, replacing our frontman Johnny with uh, Matt, and uh, we never. We never had written any songs with Matt. We, we knew we vibed well like on the road and personality-wise. Um, that all worked, was working out great, but we didn't know what it was going to be like in the studio. <laughs> so um, that was a little nerve-wracking in the beginning, but I think uh, after the first couple days, we were like, oh, okay, yeah, we're, we're going to be just fine. Um, but um, yeah, it was just kind of knowing that we have, we have a lot to prove and that um, at, at that point, I think we were, we were already really confident in ourselves. Just so it was just about like, having to still see all of the comments online saying how done we are and this and that when we know we're like in the studio writing some some good songs and mm -hmm. really proud of them so it was just like going back to what we said earlier even more eager to get these songs out and, yeah. Um, yeah everybody you know we've been working hard yeah okay it shows mm -hmm. uh, so what does the album name mean to better days to better days is uh pretty much just like a uh, kind of like a glimpse into the future you know it's like just kind of like a a little statement that give, gives you hope. Um, uh, pretty much the whole vibe of the album is um, getting over like mental illness and knowing that you're not alone during these tough times and um, just, you know, different situations that we have to all go through in life. And um, so I think just wrapping it up and putting a little bow on it is just putting a, like a little, um, a, a nice little phrase, like to better days on there, a little glimpse of hope. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I love that. Okay. Um, 
So how do you feel about the growth that has happened to you and the band members personally and the band, like, number-wise that has happened from your debut to now? Um, sorry, say, say that again. You're, I, I, I kind of, I, I think my... Oh, okay. How do you feel about the growth that has happened uh, personally with you and the band members and the band, like, separately, numbers-wise, that has happened from your debut to now? Oh, it's been crazy. It's, uh, it's, um number wise we've we've kind of we've we've more than doubled everything stream wise and um that's that's pretty cool to see it's pretty cool to watch it's um i always like work that you could do that you could see your progress in and that the reward is you know the progress that you're making so um that's always been that's been cool it, it also reassures us that we're doing something right um and just as far as individually it's like it's it's i think i'm like losing light here hold on one second <laughs> it's okay I'm just going to turn that off. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think individually we, um, we've all grown. We, we're all in a much more positive state of mind and um, uh, our future is a little bit more clear. It, um, so we're just, yeah, it's just overall just a lot of growth in, in the past year and a half. And um, I keep on saying it, but like a lot of, we put in a lot of work and um, I think it just makes uh, what we do just more valuable to ourselves, you know, because we put a lot of our time and a lot of our life, goes into this so it makes uh our work just more valuable to ourselves yeah okay solid uh so what band influences do you think you hear on the new record if any uh what influences do we have yeah um uh, that stretches from like all over the place um i know i think particularly in that time um I don't know how much it's like influenced the album at all, but I know I was listening to the uh, Bring Me the Horizons album, uh, Ammo, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was out. Um, uh, I'm always like a, you know, I, I'm a huge fan of Radiohead. So I, I, if anything sounds remotely Radiohead-ish, which none of our music really does, but even if there's like a little part in there that does, I'm like, oh, that, that's dope. I love mm-hmm. that. Um, but I, I don't know, really. I think... Um, um, I think we all have a, a really wide range of influences and um, we, everybody individually brings a little bit of that into it. But I can't really put one or two bands on like for specifically for this album. Um, I'm not really sure. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. So what song on the album took the longest to write? And do you personally have a favorite? Um, I'm trying to think what's not there was one song in particular. Uh, man, and I know the guys are going to kill me if I get it wrong. Um, well, not kill me, but they're just going to be like, dude, it wasn't that song. Um, I think there's, a, I think it's a, the song called Witch Hunt. Um, it was either Witch Hunt or maybe it was Bury Alive, but um, one of those two, uh, what it was, uh, we, we, had the, we had the parts for it, like all the parts sounded cool, but it was really hard to put it to, we just couldn't figure out a cool way to put it together. Um, but it wasn't worth scrapping because we knew we liked the, the parts individually so much. And we were, you know, it was like, that is the sound that like that, that, that's dope. But it was just so hard to connect those pieces. Um, yeah. so it just made it, you know, like, I, like I was trying to say, it made it not worth throwing out, but, um, so we stuck on it and it took, it took a few days of like racking our brains, but, um, eventually, you know, when you hear it, when it, when we heard the final product, we're like, okay, that was cool. You yeah, know, it was worth it. It was worth it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then do you have a favorite off yeah. of the record? Favorite off the, the record? Um, it kind of always changes for me, but um, initially, I think right away, like 
when the album was done and I, I heard it back for the first time. Uh, I think Cursed, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like the song Cursed. Um, also, Eye Opener is another one of, one of my favorites. Talk to a friend. Um, but yeah, Cursed, I think, was a, the original one. And uh, the acoustic song on there, I, I like a lot, too. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, so when people are listening to the album, is there a certain feeling you want them to have? Um, I, I don't know. It just depends on, um, no feeling in particular that we're aiming for, but, um, I know for me, even it doesn't matter, um, any song like provokes emotion out of me, even if it's like a bad or a sad emotion or, um, I love it. Like, (laughs) like feed me all the sad songs because, you know, if they, um, this is the ones that provoke the most emotion or that brings the most emotion out of me. Those are my favorite types of songs. So I I just hope some, there's some, some songs on the album that could do that for the listeners. Yeah. Okay. That makes plenty of sense. I understand that one. Mm -hmm. So how did you choose the opener and closer track for the album? Did you guys write it to aim for that or did it just happen? Um, That's a good question. Uh, So the, the intro was all credit goes to Jimmy, our producer. He actually did that um, when we were like after, because we recorded the album in Chicago. We all rent, we, we rented the Airbnb and a car and a studio. And um, our producer lives in Australia. So we uh, he, he, was, he was just flown in for this record. Wow. And um, after it was all done, we, he flew home. And it was actually a couple of weeks later when he like brought this idea to us. And he was like, hey, I have this idea, taking like little snippets of each song and putting them in for the intro and like leading it right into the first track hmm. and we were like yeah let's hear it and a couple of days later he gave it to us and we're like yeah that's that's awesome and it took him like i think probably like another week to work on it and get it all pieced together and yeah he showed it to us and we're like yeah that's awesome mm-hmm. as far as the outro um no that song just sounded like an outro song we're like yeah um, it was one of the last couple of songs i thought i think we were working on uh, and finished up and just because of the acoustic in it and I think we had like two endings for that song I think um, one ending was going to be just uh, like going back into an acoustic like part of the song and like only acoustic and it just sounded like you know even like hearing it live on stage sounds like it would be a, like a good song to walk off on or so yeah it just that that kind of worked out that way okay well, it's right. perfect yeah uh, so you did speak about the live stream show a little bit what can fans expect from that on August 5th? Um, so the live stream show is going to be, yeah, it's going to, it's going to be fun. I can't wait. It's the first time we're going to play these songs live. Um, actually, the first time we're ever going to be jamming these songs together will be when we practice for it a couple of days before the live stream show. But don't worry, we'll make it all tight. Um, yeah, we're, we're, we're really excited for it. We're working on some some cool lights and everything like that. Uh, you can buy tickets at slbs.veeps.com. Uh, it's also going to come with a, uh, I believe it's a digital version of the album. So um, you'll get the album as well with it. And yeah, we're just going to have some fun, play some, you know, I, I know everybody else is dying for live music. We're dying for live music. And this is as close as we could get. So um, yeah, excited to, excited to play these new songs. We're also going to be playing some of the old songs and uh, I think we're doing about 16 songs live. So, Ooh, so. Oh, All right. Yeah. So speaking of live music, what is the thing you miss the least about touring? The least about mm-hmm. touring? Mm, that's a good one. Uh, I mean, I, when I think about touring and 
the first thing that pops up to me or pops out to me that uh you know that i'm not looking forward to do to do it not doing is taking a shower because when you're not on a bus with a shower in it it's you know they're you just feel so grimy just on tour and like i I like showers every day and we're usually pretty good about it we all have gym memberships so um even if we don't have the if we're not in a uh on a bus bus with a shower on it we still usually make it to a gym at least once a day Mm -hmm. but especially on tour when you're just feeling so grimy and you're sweating and you're in a you're in tight quarters um i like showering uh a lot so i guess not having that at uh, whenever I want it is uh, probably the the part I look forward to least. Yeah, I never really thought about that. Oh, yeah, because yeah. okay, cool. Yeah, um, sweaty venues and and tight quarters and no showers. Not, not I don't like it. I don't like no, it. No, it's it's not a good combo. <laughs> no, not at it's all. A, God. It's a little stinky up in there. Just <laughs> um, so back to that album for one second. Uh, what are your top three songs that you're looking forward to playing live off of that album? Ooh, okay. Um, um, I think Burial Eye would have to be up there. I think that song's going to be really good live. Um, we've actually played Prayers and Heavier Live before. So um, those are the only two songs we have played live. Um, and Prayers really went off. Uh, and that's when it, like, we were, we were touring when it came out. So people caught on to it, got the words, and started singing them back loud. Mm-hmm um right away so that song i'm excited to hear how that is um now after it's been out for for a while and i think talk to a friend is going to go over really well live as well all good ones all right so where do you see the band in the next five years um that's another good question uh I, i i think with uh how we all are individually um the kind of music we all like i could see this band um really uh kind of adapting to our age. Um, <clears throat> I can see us, you know, being a band that's, you know, like Oasis or something and when we're like 40, um, mm-hmm. if we wanted to still do it. And uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I see, I, I feel like for once we, we have a, um, uh, we could actually look forward into the future without having to worry about so many other things. So, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know where we'll be in five years, but hopefully, hopefully we'll have a, you know, made good changes and um, and made smart decisions. Yeah. And hopefully the world's back to some of the normal by then. Yeah. The world's yeah. Not yeah. yeah. Um, so for the last couple of questions, we're going to shift away from music and we're going to go straight to death row. Uh, so if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Ooh. I think I've thought about this before. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, well, I don't remember what I what I came up with. Um, probably I don't know. Probably a good like <laughs> surf and turf steak, steak Ooh. and uh, lobster dinner or something. I don't know. I, I hope I'm never on death row. <laughs> yeah, let's let's hope not. Yeah. Wait, do you have a drink? Oh, and a drink. Um, hmm, a good old fashioned OG Blue Gatorade. <laughs> All right. All Send right. me out with uh, some some basic some basic stuff. It's right. a good one. Good thing you didn't choose like red or something because that's disgusting. Okay. <laughs> um, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? One fictional world. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. I think any. I think anywhere in the Lord of the Rings, which is just New Zealand. 
Yeah. Uh, so I thought, yeah, uh, let, let's go with uh, the Lord of the Rings world. All right. And uh, I have the honor of asking the last question, and everyone we've spoken to says the most important question. What is your favorite color? Favorite color? Seafoam green. Ooh. It's very specific. Very I like it. So mm-hmm. I have a I have a bass guitar that color and uh, yeah for that was uh it's been for some reason that specific color has been my favorite color for since I since like sixth grade I think right. it's a good too. color <clears throat> thank you um so thank you for sitting down with us this has been Colin from Slaves and we're the Good Noise Podcast. <laughs>